Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. Welcome back to another episode of Girl That's Scary and where people are talking about things. It's Cat Daddy. And Jazz the 40 Ounce Connoisseur. And if you're listening to this, it's 2022. Comprise. Happy New Year, We're Shawty. still fucking here. <sighs> I can't Ha-ha! believe it. Dude, Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> every day was hell and it's still hell. I'm I, still here. We are still down here. The like clock is still ticking so on the wall. Low. I'm crying. Send help. I <laughs> please. Um, but you know, we're keeping it morbid, but also keeping it cute. And we're starting off this new year with talking about the Resident Evil franchise. So, what that mean? This means a lot of things, y'all. So, we're okay. going to talk about movies one through six with my girl Mila Jojovich. We're going to talk about the new one that has Effie from Scans in it. And then, um, yep, ja- y'all can't see Jazz's eyes, but she did the white man blinking gif. <laughs> and then, oh, also to let you guys know that this is coming from a perspective of two people who have played the games just a smidget, maybe not like hardcore. I'm following all the storylines. I've watched all the cartoon side movies that may or may not be on Netflix because I've seen a couple of them, but not all of them because it's a whole lot of stories. Yeah. Yeah. Played on GameCube just a little bit. Um, so that is the perspective yeah. because I know some people really go up for this series. And some people really fucking hate this series. Yes. And here's the thing. Um, I played the video, the first video game I played was Nemesis because um, it had Dino Crisis attached or some shit like that. I feel like we went back and played the other ones, but whatever. We were playing them shits. One, two, and Nemesis. Um, and all them janks. And those I played, it's pretty simple. This is the cop story. Raccoon City. Some shit's going on. Blah, blah, blah. This Alice shit, I don't really know. But it could get there. Because, again, those newer games, I have played one of them. Okay. Of them, and watched someone else play. Because, you know, I'm not a big horror game fan. Like, I'm a fan as I like to watch the games. But I don't want to play. That's too much control in my hands. You know, Sorry. I understand. I used to play with Ernest sometimes. Um, I forget which version it was. It was one where they're in Africa, and I had questions about that game. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, one thing for me that the games always just kind of like, I wasn't, it didn't turn me off from the games because I liked that it. it was it was one of the first horror games that I was introduced to, especially the original joint when everybody had the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. I didn't have PlayStation, but my friend had it, and they was playing in the dark, and I said, this is scary. Um, yes. But... It's when you do, it's literally like when you're shooting, it's literally like I'm pointing, 
I cannot move while I'm shooting and then I'm shooting. And I hate that because when I'm playing a game, I need to be able to move freely and let the rounds off. I can't stand still and in one place because all I hear is like, ooh, when the zombie come up mm. and now my ass got my ass beat by a zombie. And they don't. The the eating is uh, the the graphics are from nineteen ninety six of the old ass game, <laughs> so it's just red blocks. So sort of it's like oh, oh no, yeah, but that was scary and effective back then. Yes, and it would scratch and hit you, but you wouldn't turn into a zombie in those first games. It no. wasn't like that. You just you know that. I mean, granted, we've had zombie movies and stuff happen. Where people get bit, and also it was made so early. You know, that that wasn't really the trope. Like, now it's a trope where the zombies coming, what are these? I don't know what to do. Bitch, we, it's too, we not making movies yeah. in this year where we don't know what the fuck a zombie is because the first zombie movie came out way in the fucking backpack. So yeah. I need, I just need it to be a little bit, because mm, we get better characters out of it when we do. Oh, indeed um, we do. Indeed we do. So just like we said, we're going to talk basically just a really quick overview of all the movies, just the whole franchise in general, right? <sighs> Hold on to your butts, guys. Thank goodness this one is shorter than the Hellraiser one. And I, what was longer than Hellraiser? Did we do one that was longer than Hellraiser? No, because I don't think we did Child's Play, which is eight movies. We did Nightmare on Elm Street, which Hellraiser is Hellraiser like, had ten, right? Yes. Oh, Lord. That's why I'm like, nothing else had ten movies. But there's other things that have ten or more that we will cover one hey. day. And I am stressed. We can do it. I believe in this. So, this franchise... I'll be carrying this shit on my motherfucker back. Okay. <clears throat> Overall, we're introduced to Alice. Boom. This is the first person you meet in this series outside of the umbrella music in the building that's the hive. But basically, we're following Alice and all these people Alice happens to come across while on her journey to essentially stop the Umbrella Corp because the Umbrella Corporation is responsible for this T-virus that is an uh, airborne virus that has gotten out and has turned everybody into the living dead. And it started in Raccoon City... Or so we think, and it's kind of spread from there. Because honestly, like, the story, y'all. <laughs> it's all over the place. What I Woo! had to do was, based on my prior knowledge to watching the movies, I had to watch the movie, take note of what I saw, go back to Wikipedia, and read what they said happened, and then connect the two. I had to be like, for some of it, it wasn't that hard. I had to do all that. Yes. But at some points, I'm like, wait, but this didn't. But but in my last movie, it said, but three movies ago. I, so I just, okay, so one thing I do like, but don't like. In the beginning of every movie, Alice, played by Mila Jojovich. Alice is also, I like, I don't know what it is about Mila Jojovich. My boyfriend is like, are you obsessed with her? Yes. Might be. Like, she's in Fifth Element, too. I just, she was a model. She was an actress. She's out here doing action movies, like doing horror shit. Just all around bad bitch. And in this last movie, she's like, what, 50 now? Yeah. What, Monster Hunter she was in? Or this? No, Not no. Lot, the um, last this, uh, Re- Resident Evil, but oh, she was one, in yes. Monster Hunter. And she's out here still whooping ass. Like, I really just, she okay. Um, one, one, in the beginning of every movie, just in case you was like, damn, I ain't see the last movie, or I'm not really sure, Mila gonna pull up, and she gonna tell you all this shit you done missed. You, yep. And all, one thing you gonna tell about her, she about to give you that exposition, baby, at the beginning of everyone, just in case you missed it. For every single movie. Let me let you know what happened in this movie, this movie, and then not just words. 
there's there's plenty of images and diaphragms to go along with it. I was like, you know what? Shout out to her. She got this in the movie too. Mm-hmm. You can show a little Mike Epps in there. You know, it's got all kinds of. Oh, another thing I do like the characters, the not the people who are non-white characters in this movie. They have more than one line. They are active characters in the movies. They're not just regular degla day players that shuck a jive in the corner. Mike Epps seems to be roughly playing himself at this time period because he's kind of really close to the Day-Day character in this movie. And yes. I'm like, so it's Day-Day with zombies. And I like that. Okay, so the thing is, either you love it or you hate it. And I was one of the ones where I did not love that. Hate it or love it. But, <laughs> and I'm gonna shine. Shut Go ahead, up. Baby. Someone just made a comment about us always made remixes fucking songs on here. It's just, it's just like, I'll rap Vince, Mary Jamie coming up. Woo! Ain't no love it. You get on my fucking nerves, because <laughs> out of all the all the fucking remixes and all the random songs, it was this one. I thought you you know what? Anyway, <laughs> um, he wasn't like terrible or anything. He just seemed a little tropey. But I mean, a day day character is a little tropey. I mean, that's what I that just figured that was just him. Yeah. So it may. I mean, I'm not mad because I've seen, but I've seen him in other movies much funnier than this. So I feel like the True. writing in the movie suffered. A bit because the first like three movies, the writing is really shit. I'm not gonna hold you, but the action of what's y'all see my eyes? She's like, um, no, them the, the dialogue <laughs> is girl. I, but the year it came out, the first I, one came out in 2002. Bitch, we've had good acting for a long time. I will die on this hill. The first movie for it to be a 2002 movie, flames, age well, flames, fight your mother, age bitch. I don't well. care. Fight your mother. Okay, no, I ain't fight everybody. You. I still like that first movie. Fight your aunties. It's a little stupid, but it's fine for the time. The dialogue in the first one wasn't as bad as the dialogue in the second one. Okay, so they were trying to give us. They was trying to do too much. Yes, but, but they brought it back in. But until we, before we get into all of this. <sighs> Let's hit our spoiler alert. We already told you. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. Um, we gonna get a horn. We are. I just feel like the horn is gonna be loud. <laughs> horn talk. No, no, we're not. We, we would just insert a sound or something. Night talk. Let, gang shit, that's all I'm on. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and go back uh, to that first movie, 2002, where Mila Jovovich is, you know, doing her thing. And we'll get into the acting in other movies as we come along to them. But the move, the franchise is chaotic. But you could really break this down into a three-day marathon. Do a weekend. Do two movies a day. And then on the last day, do three. Oh, yeah. You surely can. That's how I did it. I mean, honestly, you could watch all these in one day if you want to. But, you know. <sighs> your brain is going to be literally. I'm in Raccoon City right now. Fried. What are you talking about? You're gonna, your brain is fried. Well, my brain is fried. Because, because if you're in Raccoon in, City right now. We are living in Raccoon City right now. You're right. Sit on it. Right now. Mm-hmm. Right now. I, and no, the people we and were, the characters I, are just fucking dumb. Um, okay, so here's, let me set the scene for you. Okay. This movie came out in 2002. Boom. Act two. Right. Boom. So, I'm pretty sure my, my parents let me rent this movie. This movie got to rent on pay-per-view. We still had the floor model TV, the back where the kitchen area to like the way my house looks, my parents' house looked. Didn't look like that. It was like a black a back room, carpet, da 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 spaghetti. So this was one of the scariest movies I have seen at that time. Like now, granted, did the um, digital dogs age well? Probably not. 
But I'm about to let y'all know this right now. The fact that this person that we later find out is Alice, she wake up, she don't know what the hell going on. She somehow, all these people womb and fucking dressing all black like the omen, breaking her house. They got all tactical gear. She is dazed. Like, what, who the fuck are you? Who am I, bitch? What's going on? And they're like, say her name, officer. Who are you? What's the code? And she's like, what, what code? Because there was someone, you see later when she's in the shower, the emergency like defense system somewhere under her house. Because mm-hmm. she's like, what, what, what the fuck you mean it's a defense system under her house? She live in this big ass mansion. But the mansion, you find out it's more than it meets the eye. The mansion is definitely a transformer. And it's like it sprayed out some shit, got in her eyes, made her pass out. So they find out something happened in the facility underneath her house. So we're learning about Alice as Alice is learning about herself because her memory is gone. The tactical people trying to figure out what the fuck is going on. So they decide, let's go on a mission. Young lady put these clothes on. She put this red dress on. Iconic look. Mm-hmm. And um and she got the scoop side, you know, she got the nine nine two thousands girl haircut. Mm-hmm. I just oh I stand. Um and they decide, you know what? Let's go into the hive. Let's figure out what's going on downstairs. Now, before we even get to that, you as the viewer kind of figures out it's a bunch of bullshit going on downstairs. It's these people, they work and they all work underground. Um, they even so much have like the wall decor to kind of say like a sunshine so they don't, you know, feel, realize I me, mean, you know, think about the fact that they're underground. Um, and like I said, they're working in the hive and they work for Umbrella and Umbrella um, has always been positioned as mm-hmm. like a pharmaceutical or medicinal kind of company that clearly has hands in everything. Like Umbrella Corp runs the mm-hmm. world. Like that's all you need to know. Them niggas is the government. They are the world leaders. They're everyone and everywhere. Um, you see their stamp of their logo mm-hmm. when you when they pan out throughout the town, um, around the world in all the movies. So you can see how far their reach is. Um, so anyways, you see this one guy, boom, bum rushing down the hallway, knocks somebody coffee over. They're like, hey, my coffee. And then there's like another guy that's pissed. Um, and as before he dips out, you see a vial just like floating the air, slow-mo, boom, crack. Everything just shuts down. The people are yelling, the fucking sprinklers start going off. The scientists are yelling up at the uh, the cameras like, there's no fire! There's no fire! Like, nah, nigga, she's trying to kill y'all. She being, we found out later, it's an AI system called the Red Queen. And she's really running all this shit. Yeah. Because, woo child. <sighs> the layers, the layers! Yes, and it's a little girl. It's hilarious. Uh, Put a peg in that one too, cause the, that story around who that little girl is is supposed to be. That story, to my knowledge, changed tw- at least once or twice yeah. in this whole narrative. Yes. And I was like, "Girl, you can't fool me. I've been I've been tagging along since day one." Yes, it definitely changes. Uh, but I mean, to me, it's not even that way important. It really is. I mean, it was important at some points. It's like a tidbit, but I mean, the way they keep changing it, Kay's laughing. Um, but we get to the point where they are locking everybody in. There's an elevator kill. It's pretty sick, pretty cool. Oh my God, um, it scared the shit out of me. Yes, it was wild. And at this point, it shut down. And once they break in, they're like, you know, Telling everybody, like, listen, because dude, Matt, he's like, I'm Matt, hey, I'm a police officer, I'm in here. And he's Show us your badge. Uh-huh, right here, man, room, please relax. Uh, they're like, they force him on the train. So now we go down to this train, and we slide down, there's a mo- another motherfucker on the train, I believe Spencer on the train. 
And they, he got amnesia too. Oh, Spence There's Moore. a lot of amnesia. In Every time series. I see that man, what's the man name that plays Spence? James, James Puritan or P- James P. Mr. James P. Every time I see him in a movie, I know he about to be part of some bullshit. It don't matter. He's usually playing some kind of spy, some, some kind of, uh, you know, intelligence agent officer or something. And he's out here cutting up. And I know he's about to be up to no good. It's a couple people that show up in these movies. And I'm like, every time I see you and y'all know what you talking, what I'm talking about when you watching a movie and you see somebody you've seen in several different movies growing up, kind of like the dude, what's my name to play Pinky? And every time I see him in a movie, I know he about to be doing something. Oh my God. His name just literally. It's going to come back to me. Y'all know who I'm talking about. It's Pinky, Pinky, nigga. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) So anyways, he always plays some, doing some bullshit movies too. You right. So they go back, they go into the hive. They go into like this like tunnel hallway room one by one. And all of a sudden, there's a light that shuts on. Because the hive, the queen has, when we later learn, she has put the building into, like, defense mode. She has killed, at this point, every single worker in the building under the ground. Because something got out. Yes. And her way of making sure it does not reach the surface to destroy the rest of the people in humanity is kill everything. Eradicate them all. And you know what? I I, I understand. It worked. I mean, the Red Queen wasn't wrong. I ain't had no beef with her because she's like, girl, y'all knew that y'all was working for this shaky-ass company underground. You knew they was doing shaky shit. It's only a matter of time before some wild shit happened, okay? And you can't get out because the rest of the world is going to die. Like, we just don't have time. It's airborne, baby. You need to go. You just need to die. And they're, they break in. And once they break in, so first of all, you break in down to employees who are zombified or about to beat your ass, but now she can't let you out either. Because you could have, she was like, please leave, just go, man. You're all going to die down here. When she hit them with that line, I ain't even going to hold you. The first time I heard that shit, I asked a young me, oh no, like I just, what you mean we all go die down here? Mm-hmm. We, what? Anytime someone says that, and it's happened in several movies, like, V one VHS check where it was like, Y'all are gonna die up here. The exorcist, you're gonna die up there. No, Anytime me somebody just walk up and be like, Yeah, y'all gonna die. What you nah, mean? Nah, get me out of here, bro. I mean everybody dies, but you cannot just walk up and be like, Yeah, you're gonna die in well, this specific situation, bitch. That fucks me up. Well she say what she mean and she mean what she say. Because they go down them fucking light show hallways and she give you a light show. Them lasers, like when you be in the laser room at video game place or uh, virtual reality places, my ass. And you be trying to go over the lasers looking like Mary J. Blige doing your dance moves. Well, you can't do that in this situation because if the laser touches you, it chops off a piece of your clothes, your body. It fucking, it will cut you in half into little sausages, little pieces, like little sausages. And what happens to this man, the one black man is leading everybody else. Everybody doing all these moves. They doing sit-ups, they doing pull-ups, trying to get past the lasers. He think, there you go. Poor James. James shouts, James like, oh shit, because the laser said, I got you. You thought that y'all will keep ducking and dodging me? Duck and dodge this bitch. And turns into a fence of tiny triangles and just seeps through his body and cuts him up into little pieces where he falls, where he stands. And I ain't never seen no shit like that before until later in um, 13 Ghosts. And I was like, damn. Yeah, I was like, his eyebrows is. This I, I was leaking. Oh that, my gosh. Jesus Christ. Uh, I had never seen no shit like no that shit in my life. I was like, whoa, um, this is a lot. Effective. As a kid. Um, so I was like, you know what? Damn, that's crazy. They finally dis- disable it and go past. And you know, 
they 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 know how to disable a lot. They they doing a lot. Granted, they're all employees of X X Star Triangle. You got to press the buttons. They're going through, and the Red Queen is trying to whoop their ass all the way through, and then they get to the point where the zombies like there's this monster zombie that um what do they call liquor? <laughs> Not liquor. Oh, like the little licky, the little liquor yeah. tongue thing. Like eh. it's disgusting. Before you even get to that part, like. They're in this big room. It's like a big warehouse room that has lots of, like, cables and tubes in the ground. They've all escaped this bullshit. We got Michelle Rodriguez's character. She's yeah, out always. here talking shit. Everybody else is up there. All the different people. Hold on. Let's get their names. Michelle Rodriguez. Rain. She's Rain. You got JD. His ass keep getting fucked up by zombies. Like, it's just all of Kaplan. They all in the room. And... They're all talking and they're bickering about what to do next and where to go and how can we hurry up because all once again, you know, it's not, it's a horror movie, right? We all know this is a horror, but there's a little bit of action in there. And as the series progresses, the action cranks up and it's not an action film if they don't have to do something dramatic before a bomb goes off <laughs> or a timer <laughs> a time or situation. something fucking explodes. They got to get down there and get back because if they don't get back, the hive, the entrance that they came in will close because it's also on another fail-safe situation. Hey, you can go down there and explore all you want to, but we're going to seal this motherfucker up because clearly something went wrong down here and we're trying to do, although we know we be doing bad, we try to put a whole bunch of things in place so it doesn't get out. Because if it does get out, well, fuck it. That's it. So, um... Also, y'all knew, before they let y'all out, y'all knew because she said, hey, dude, Y'all can't go out because this is what's going to happen. She even said, I'll let y'all two out because y'all not infected. But this bitch and this motherfucker right here, y'all got to kill their ass because they've been bit, bro. And then, you know, you can't be. And I'm like, y'all are so selfish. Well, not even y'all because Kaplan, the motherfucker who blow it up and let everybody through. And Michelle Rodriguez ass turned after three fucking days. Like, it takes oh, so yeah. long because everybody else was turning. Even was it Kaplan that got bit or somebody because they took the, um, they went to get the antivirus and the liquor got the the liquor, the liquor, the liquor, the big zombie got them because that's where you first get introduced to him because he just dropped from the ceiling and beat his ass. You're right. I'm trying to think of like Michelle Rodriguez's character got bit so many times because Twice. the first time she got bit, she got bit by mm-hmm. endless people. Hold on. Because well, this is the, you know, somebody got to put out the fire. You got to say to people. Yes. Okay, great. So, um, Michelle Rodriguez's character, when they're in that room and they're all bickering, are you hearing something dragging across the floor? Like, the shit is dragging. And then it's like an old worker that's dead, and that's when all the dead people pull up. And you find out the liquors where actually the animals or whatever was in contained in those big giant containers that mm-hmm. were in this room that were apparently other experiments that Umbrella was doing. So they got a bunch of wild shit going on downstairs. Um, the liquor eventually, because you find out there's a bunch of reveal As the movie re- progresses on, Spence and Alice are getting their memories back. Um, but it's coming back in little small pieces. Mm-hmm. So we eventually find out that Spence is the guy that threw the virus, the vial of the virus down in the hive and hauled ass out before the hive. He, well, he tried to, but got caught on the train before the uh, defense thing kind of knocked him out with the spray. The mm-hmm. same thing that got Alice. Um, and they kind of all reveal this because, well, thank goodness that the liquor gets spent on the uh, the train dock. 
Because at this point, everybody is bit up. Michelle Rodriguez got ate up. Fucking JD got sucked into Even the Matt zombies. Uh, scratched up by the liquor and, and start mutating. It's crazy. They get Michelle Rodriguez one of the um fucking uh, antivirus drinks. They find out it's an antivirus thing on the platform because Spence was trying to run away with it and hop into the train and leave everybody down there for dead. But they give it to um, Michelle Rodriguez anyways. And her ass still turned. I'm like, girl, but you know, I don't know why y'all wasted on her anyways because she got bit like 55 times. And she also said, do it, do it. Like, do it, it. Kimmy! I would have been like, kill me too, bro. I'm not trying to turn into no zombie. Why are y'all so pressed to live and turn? would not let her go. Like, which is stupid. You don't even know her. Like, you don't even know them. Why do you have no attachment? Kill that bitch and get the fuck out of here. And let this virus stick stay underground where it's supposed to be. But y'all don't want motherfucking listen. You want control of everything. Then be the first motherfucking talk about apocalypse. I don't have the time. <sighs> well, I felt like a really good reveal in this movie was because you keep... It's like they do on a series or a sequence of flashbacks. And we know that Matt's whole reasoning for being there, we find out he's looking for his sister or a connect that his sister had. Because the connect was supposed to help him or help them bring down Umbrella. Like, Umbrella is the shady company that you need. You're trying to get them out the way. But they are always 10 steps ahead of you. Mm -hmm. So, um, Matt's sister uh, was actually linking up with Alice. Mm -hmm. Because Alice is realizing that she is the person. Like, he's thinking that that person is the reasoning for all this. Well, really, Spence found out what Alice and them was doing. Mm-hmm. So he said, bitch, fuck this. Which ultimately, if you think about how the, the whole series ends, I'm like, so Umbrella Umbrella is the reason why the Umbrella employees died? Like, what, what the hell is going on here? So, um, which doesn't really seem that far-fetched now that I'm sitting there thinking about it. But anyways, they try to escape. At this point, it's only a handful of people left, like literally about three people. They're on the train. They're trying to hurry up and get about the, the hive because at this point, everyone has either been eaten by zombies, creatures that have been experimented on, and we are just sick and tired. So they get out. They manage to hop off that train. Matt gets scratched by the giant monster, but he makes it out. He's holding his arm. Alice is like, oh, God, Matt. They make it up through the doors, and they're met by more people and tactical gear. It's lots of lights. It's lots of flashing. It's really confusing. Um, and Alice is like, are you here? So I'll put them in a nemesis program. And they're like, Mah! it's just, it's so chaotic. Um, and the movie ends with basically where the beginning of most of these movies begin because they keep redoing the same mm-hmm. loop. Alice wakes up in the hospital alone. Half her head is shade off. She got a fire ass undercut mixed with a mullet. It's going down. She got a sheet over her body. And she screams because she's pulling the plugs out of her head. She looks around. You kind of see, like, from the glass, on the other side of the glass that's looking in, someone's shuffling around. So I feel like whoever's on the other side of the glass is clearly dead. Um, because you later find out that the Umbrella Company, and you hear it in the background during that transition, that chaotic transitional scene, they're like, I want to know what's going on in the hive. Open it back up. Big mistake. Big because mistake. all of the living dead and infected people have gotten out. And they've broken up and um and they've taken over Raccoon City. You see like newspapers on the ground, like the dead walk and all kinds of headlines that are shocking. Um and Alice pulls out, she gets a shot out the car, she caught that shit, and that's how the movie ends. Boom. Boom. And she's just looking around like, wow, um, Everything is dust. It literally looks like wow. the wasteland. Like, it, it is fucked. And there's blood and shit everywhere. Um, wow. I love it. 
it's a good time. I'd like the first Resident Evil. It's pretty badass. And Mila is pretty badass. Now wow. the second one, all right. So this They're is trying where to get these jokes off. They were, and also here's the thing. I feel like, you know, certain outfits and video games don't transfer well into live action. Yes. Jill Valentine's outfit was stupid. And I don't care. I know that's what they wear. Well, like, I know it's what she wears in the video game. I definitely remember, like, her character. But I... Because we go, they hit you with the recap. Remix! All so right. they, uh, they take it back, they kind of show you what happened at the end, and then they show you th- literally this exact same clips, which is like, motherfucker, I watched the first movie. Goddamn. Like, I don't under- You don't have to do this for me, but okay, I guess we do. Because uh, some people are starting that movie too. Yeah. I guess so. And... They show that, all right, all this whilst the apocalypse is happening, right? And, you know, it hadn't got to one side of town. It fucked up this part. Wherever wherever um, Alice was first, it wasn't a lot of people. But she ended up finding all these people. Because they're trying to, one, they were evacuating some people. And then at some point, they were like, yeah, no more of y'all motherfuckers getting across the bridge. They oh, yeah, because when they got to the bridge... Mm-hmm. Um, uh, somebody infected. You know, it's always somebody who infected who never want to stay home and just die in peace. They always want to bring that shit to the ejecto seto spot. And they were like, the virus has met the gate. None of y'all can come through anymore. Yes. Also, I would have... I've been a polite zombie. I would have said, I'm infected. Please stay away. (laughs) I am a zombie. (laughs) Or I would have said, I would have unlocked the door, right? And I would have went in my room and locked the door and put a chair underneath. And at first put a sign like, I'm a zombie. Do not let me out. Okay. That would have been very kind of you. Kind of like the walking dead. It was like dead inside. Mm -hmm. Just to give you a heads up. You know, there's a bunch of dead people in here just in case. Just in case you were wondering. Um, Now, I will say that this is the movie where you can kind of tell that they were trying to give us a little bit more from the video games. There were some things from movie one that worked. They tried to throw a little camp in here. Um, they had like zombie, yeah, they had zombie exotic dancers. Um, they had, you know, you find out that the nemesis project was a big giant motherfucker walking around who's supposed to be like the yin to the yang of Alice. And now they got beef because Umbrella was experimenting on them between movies. And you find out it was really Matt because Matt, um, after he got that scratch, he basically, um, like morphed and changed due to like a mutation, um, and became like this big body dude who just had like giant boots and um, just a gun. And it was a lot um, who, you know, took out the stars, people and umbrella. And honestly, this movie was just like, let me let y'all know everything that was happening on the ground um, between, you know, right after movie one and right before we already know where the government about to go. We're going to blow this shit up because just, you think <laughs> just like Night of the huh? Living Dead just like what was it Dawn of the Dead where they blew the whole thing they were, oh no the crazies where they're gonna we're blow blowing it. this bitch up yep we're blowing it up fuck this whole town yes and then we're introduced to a, hot, a lot more characters in this one we see a lot what I like about these movies like I said there are a lot of familiar faces you have my dog from um what is that from the mummy um, Odin Fair, who plays oh, Carlos. Yeah. yeah, and he's in, in The Mummy or whatever. And you see him throughout some of the sequels. He's not in one movie. Oh, he's in a few of them. Dr. Ashford and Angie Ashford. This is the story where I was like, all right, y'all, y'all trying to play with me. But Dr. Ashford is played by Jared Harris. We've seen him in a couple different movies. We've talked about him being in, um, what is that? The, the Terror. Mm-hmm. He played in season one of that. We've seen his face before in a lot of stuff. 
Um, and like I said, there's a whole lot of other people, but let's talk about this Dr. Ashford. So Umbrella tries to make it see, because <laughs> Umbrella is like, all right, who is Dr. Ashford? In this story, outside of the main situation with Alice, mm-hmm. we're seeing that, you know, Umbrella is gathering the troops. They're surrounded. They're getting the, gathering the wagons around. They're trying to get everybody together. You know how these companies do? They give their peoples the heads up first and just say, hey, y'all, this is it. So there's big black trucks riding around um, Raccoon City. All this is happening while Alice is asleep. And they're trying to get all the workers, they're trying to get them out, all the top flight scientists so they can preserve the company or, you know, what we really find out they're up to later on in the series. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Ashford, he, in this movie, they say that he is the one that's responsible for creating the virus and, like, really mm-hmm. one of the top flight scientists who was working on it because he was doing experiments trying to aid his daughter because she... Um, is dis- she dis- she's disabled mm-hmm. and trying to help her walk again and put strength in her legs and blah, blah, blah. Angie. That's why she mm-hmm. had the virus and the antivirus or antivirus stuff in her backpack. So she has the uh, viral load in her body because then they start talking about like people who have the virus. They can detect others who have the virus. So they, ooh, bye, bye. they don't mm-hmm. really, um, what is that, go and uh, bother each other. You know, like the zombies don't really fuck with them. Exactly. Because they can tell, oh, this person got the virus, so whatever. They don't really go into that, but they try to say that that makes it, you know, without saying it's like, does it make a difference? I don't really know. Um, Now, there's here's my beef with this. Movie 2, you telling me Angie and them, especially Angie is one of the reasons for the Red Queen, that all this exists because Dr. Ashford and Angie and all them. To come back in the end, and tell me what you're telling me about who the Red Queen really is. Girl. Do y'all. Get- and it changes twice because at first it's Angie. Right? Then it's somebody else. And then it's like, oh, the owner, they had this disease. and it, But her name was not Angie, bro. And it was not Dr. Ashford that was her dad. That was the dad. It was some other person. I'm like, is this a made-up memory? Because there's a lot. There's a situation where they have made-up memories and made-up stuff and these fake-ass towns and these such people who from different, like, timelines. I, 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 bitch. I, girl. Girl, what the just, fuck? Either way, the second uh, movie, it's, uh, it's it could be something fun. I was it was okay it wasn't like the worst thing i've seen it was just a campy action movie with some horror pinched in because of zombies and i could watch it again oh yeah this was one of the ones honestly like as much as you haven't taught me you know i'm going to rewatch all these all the time but the first one and the second one are ones that i find myself revisiting often like i always go back to those because after that you know it starts to get um a little bit more action than horror for me. I mean, I feel, you know, I totally understand why it's taking the route that it's taking. Um, but what also happens is the, for whatever reason, right, the powers that be, they have decided, let's just start throwing more shit from the video games into the movies. And it, like, has nothing, you can tell that it's, like, forced, like, let's take this giant hammered character from the video game into the movie and just make it so, like, we're not going to explain how this thing exists at all. Like, the lick- the licky one, like, they kind of explain how those happen. Like, clearly, you know, there's some tubers going in there, maybe some rabbits. Who knows? Um, but how the fuck did this man become, like, 50 feet tall and have a giant, like, axe that's swinging and knocking down doors? It's just not... It's not making sense. They start... They explain a little bit with the zombie dog. We get that. 
Um, but you know, there are a couple, even like, I think it's like movie four or five where they have the giant, um, they look like giant bats that kind of have the Jeep creeper face That's, and they have um, a horn tail situation. I'm final like, chapter. It uh, might be final chapter or the one before that because yeah. she's like, oh yeah, I did it, but I still got to do this in the third. And then you see this big ass motherfucking bat fly. I'm like, when y'all get gargoyles, what kind of virus is this? And also in the second movie, what well, after we, cause the second movie is literally them just filling in the blank. Nothing like yeah. you, it's fun. You can check it out. But that third movie where we get to that's extinction, right? Yeah. Okay. And this is where things get weird again. So we're introduced to there's cloning going on now. Yes. Um, and if it sounds all over the place, y'all, because it kind of is. Um, cause, but also keep in mind at the beginning of every movie, Alice is like, Hey, let me tell you what happened right before this <laughs> you got started. to, because I know you probably have lots of sentences going on in your head. And she's like, hold on to your purse, bitch. I got you covered. So for this one, Alice wakes up again because at the end of the second one, they tried to get away because, of course, they're about to blow up the town. Um, they're blowing up Raccoon City. Everyone gets away on a helicopter, or so they think, because mm-hmm. they get kind of caught up in like the aftershock of the bomb. Um, the helicopter goes down. Um, Alice jumps in front, I think, of like a knife or baton or some situation. It goes into her chest, so she takes um, sacrifices herself for Angie so Angie won't die. Um, we don't even see Angie return in the third movie. So did Angie die off screen? Like what's going on? We do see Omar Epps' character comes back. Um, my man Odin, which we'll call it his character comes back in this movie. Isn't this the one with Ashanti? Yes, it is. Yeah. Ashanti's in the place. Nurse Betty, Mm -hmm. you know, at this point we see, um, Claire, um, and that's played by, uh, what's her name? Allie Lauder. Um, and you know, that's our girl. She's been in all kinds of horror films. And at this point, um, they are, the the earth is just a wasteland. The United States is just a big ass dust bowl. And everyone's just trying to move from place to place to get away from the virus. Um, and so the last remaining group of people have made like a, you know, a caravan situation where they have all linked up and they pillage across the United States. Um, and they eventually link up with Alice and they're all, you know, as her former people are like, you know, where did you go? Like, you know, so letting us know that they survived. Clearly, they knew that they all had survived for the most part. The um, crash with the helicopter in the previous mm-hmm. movie. Um, and Alice is like, she's been staying off grid. She, you know, because Umbrella, they got the fucking, they literally have the satellite game on lock. They can see your ass everywhere. So Alice gets up. She's sitting up here, like trying to stay off the grid. Um, Umbrella realizes she's still alive so they're sending out traps to fucking like make her stand out into the open because they've somehow did so much experiments on her they can literally turn her on and off like with the switch or with programming it's kind of explained it's not really explained just kind of like suspend your disbelief and go with it yeah I just like oh they control her because she must be either experiment they to put chips in her that's the micro trip for real that they to put in her okay and or something they did something but not only that in this movie she fucking has telekinesis and I'm like so when the fuck you know movies love going to space giving people magical powers they love doing all kinds of stuff like this you gotta gas it up and that's how they find her because at first they couldn't find her ass because she was off the grid but as soon as her ass started using them forces to like kill people and kill the birds and all this shit zombie birds um they literally were like alright well you know we feel this force she's around so if she keep doing this we can locate her and that's how they was like haha gotcha bitch uh listen you know what and that shit took me the fuck out 
It truly did. Now, for this movie to come out in 2007, I didn't think it was that bad. The CGI wasn't too crazy. I feel like for the age and the time, it aged well. Um, I'm not even going to hold you. I saw this in the movie theaters. I wanted Ashanti's to die in the movie. Okay. I, you want, I didn't really care that Ashanti was in the movie, so I didn't even see this in theaters. I didn't know why they made her character a character. I don't know why. I was just like... She's just nervous, but she's just here to be cute, and Ashanti is cute. But also, you want... I mean, granted, it is the end of the world, because y'all want me to believe that Ashanti pulled up on Mike Epps. This is... All right. Well, it's the L- end of the world. Listen. Eating beans and fruit salad. Bitch, fuck y'all. On a date. And then what really irked my nerves is Mike Epps' character turned into the one person... That I was praying he would not be. The person that's hiding the, the zombie bite. bite. He's trying to get freaky with Nurse Betty. Talking about some, yeah, you know we about to kick it later. You got ate by a zombie girl. You gonna kill her. She gonna see that during coitus. That is disgusting. You gonna be fucking with the t-shirt on, but it's gonna be a blood mark with a bite at. Mm-mm. Just pussy and nasty. Disgusting. Gross. Bro. And at this point, not only are they trying to capture her, because they're trying to domesticate the zombies and turn them to like a docile workforce, which mad scientist trope. Here we go again. Um, Isaac is turned up. He is like being real scientific and like, I just need her to perfect my thing. But then he keep, they keep sending people out. Alice keep killing all these motherfuckers. And they're like, we're not sending anybody out. Fuck you, Isaac. And then he's like, bitch, fuck you. And he was oh. He injects himself with all this, like, antivirus stuff. Okay. And they go in to shoot him, and he reacts, his body reacts, and whoops their ass. And now he is a big-ass nemesis thing, and now them and Alice have to fucking fight because, of course, uh, every time there's a big-ass nemesis care, they Woo! say Alice asks the motherfucking fight him. Final boss scene. Child. You need a final boss scene. Okay, I will let you know that this movie... <sighs> Every time, okay, I know we're starting to add more stuff from the games, and I know it's not just a, a, a movie thing or a game thing. Like, I know everyone does this. When we get a final boss scene in any shape or fashion, um, and the person always out of desperation, well, if I can't do it, nobody can. Stab yourself in the neck. Ah! And I'm like, why, why did you inject yourself with this secret syringe? What are you doing, baby? You do not have to become a mega monster to prove your point. Stop at five. This is not what's going on. But, you know, clearly he's clearly invested. Um, He turns into a big goopy nigga thing with long spaghetti arms. It's reptilian kind of. Um, You know, Alice prevails at the end of the day. Um, And she's also here to let all these other people know via um, Zoom call with Umbrella and letting them know, I see what y'all doing. Uh, I see y'all are cloning me. Or y'all knew he was cloning me to do other stuff and weird experiments. I hate this. I'm coming for your ass. I'm coming for you, nigga! And she's like, book a T. It ends the call. You gonna pay what you owe. Let's ride. Now, here, problem one. I saw the ending of this, which is another reason why I was like, I've seen this movie several times. I've seen this fucking movie because I remember this ending. And I was like, hell yeah, man. I want to fucking see that. And you know what the fuck we get the next movie? Boris Kojo. We don't get no okay. fucking... We don't get an army of Alice's whooping ass. Yes. And that's what the fuck I... You made it seem like, oh... Because this is now... At this point, it's just a fucking action movie with zombies in it. Yes. And they're pretty much organic Terminators. You Instead yes. of them being robot Terminators, you gave them fucking virus shit and now their bones and muscles and body is doing the shit themselves. They are the monsters from Blade. Literally. And... 
I'm having a good time and you told me that you were going to up the ante and because a bunch of Alice's beating ass, you didn't give it to me. Well, Miss Paul W.S. Anderson is back and we're in Resident Evil Afterlife 2010. We're still here. Um, now, most of these movies y'all, are anywhere from an hour to 30 minutes to an hour to 40 something minutes. I don't think any of them are like two hours flat. No. They get pretty close. But they're not that. No. Um, now, <clears throat> the rating's going up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. Right now, we had a 5.8 out of 10, 21% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm here to let y'all know y'all some haters. Um, and that's all I got. I don't care. On Extinction, a 21%? Afterlife. Oh, after. Not a 21%. The one with Boris Kojo wasn't even that bad. It was kind of boring. Um, it was in 3D, I believe, too. That's stupid. Also... This is when that 3D wave was coming out. Yeah, no. I just... I wasn't a... I just... It was, I wasn't interested. It was two girls, one plane. Okay, we're driving through oh, here. Lord. Um, oh, They found a feral Claire. I... I just did not. They were trying to get the plane up so they could fly back somewhere else. Okay. Alaska was a dub. So now they are back in LA. They surrounded by fucking zombies. And I mean, I just didn't care about what their mission was. I think that's what Fair. it was. I didn't give a fuck about their mission at all. And I don't think I cared about the mission again until we got to, um, that final chapter because I was like oh this Fair. is a big mi- okay we we you know we trying to we trying I mean to get it. L- honestly this movie the next movie and the one after they were all very much like dot 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 you could tell that it was like and then this happened next day and then this happened next day we gotta wrap this shit up because we got four more movies left like it was kind of like that so in this movie they decided like Jazz said the plan to go to Alaska like in the previous movie to get somewhere where it was infection free and where everyone can kind of live, that shit got foiled. Throw it in the trash. So now we're getting these signals from this place called Arcadia. Because mm-hmm. they kind of talked about that before, but they go ahead and explore a little bit more. Which now Fallout. Ha ha ha. Right. Four. Now, everyone, I just Far don't harder. know why. In my, come on now. In my chest, um, I'm just kind of like, y'all really keep trying to trust that Umbrella or somebody out there for this long has a place that, you know, you got to have some sort of hope, right? Um, but I just, ugh, God. So you find out Arcadia is this giant ship that's in the middle of the ocean. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, well, let's get over there. They get there. These people find out not only, because, you know, there's a whole bunch of stuff that happens before then, just overall. But they get there and they find out not only <laughs> is the place not virus free like people aren't actively running around infected no they're in tubes and they're kept like fucking human pouches on the ships to be used as experiment stuff for umbrella and before you get that you fighting for your life to get out of a goddamn prison you got tig from what's that movie that show sons of anarchy he in here he cutting up Mm. he's a movie producer him and his assistant they sit up here stealing stuff you got the giant man coming it's just they're really trying to give you all they can in these last couple movies. And I'm not upset, but I'm all right. I'm all right. right. Just, I'm all right. No, so, thanks. Just, I'm still going, though. I'm rocking. Wesla got all these powers. People glasses got... I don't even fucking know what's going on, bro. Like, I, if you tell, ask me what's going on in these movies, I can tell you, hey, this is what happened. 
But also, I would look you in your eyes, take my glasses off, be like, I don't even know what's happening, bro, for real. I'm just, please. <laughs> I, I'm just here to see how this motherfucker end. But that's okay. Because we're almost there. We are almost there. So we get after this movie. After Afterlife. So at 2010, we slide through because that's how I'm going to slide through on y'all. Because we keep getting the same formula in every movie. We get a handful of people. Like Jazz said, the mission is the same mission. They're trying to get to an infection-free place. They get to the boat. She frees all the people from the pods. But as soon as you do that, oh, we're also now in, um, introduced, like Jazz said, with Claire. Claire's got this, like, spider kind of thing. Another thing they took from mm-hmm. the games that's like a mind control device that's hooked into her chest. Mm-hmm. The same shit that we see that Jill is coming in on these fucking helicopters because all the people are sitting, standing on the, standing on the deck of the boats. And they're like, yeah, we're free. And you look over yonder and all you see is a huge fleet of black helicopters coming. Umbrellas on that ass. You're never free, bro. Umbrella is coming. Um, and Jill Valentine, she no longer has this copper outfit on. She no longer has black hair. She's got long hair and a ponytail. And she ain't got this bob no more. And she's got this big spider thing in her chest, this purple fit, clearly trying to give us some video game footage. And it's just like, we're going to take down Alice and we're going to take back Umbrella and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, And when we open up in Resident Evil Retribution, um, in this next movie, right? Am I the right one? Oh, well, we were Afterlife from 2010. That's when we got Boris Kojo instead of the thing of arm, um, the army of Alice's. They get the plane. They, that's where Alaska was foiled. It wasn't Gucci, and they're trying to get out. And they do end up going somewhere else, and they figure out that Arcadia is like a moving thing. It's not like one Yeah, place. it's that boat. Yes, but of course they get trapped up. So in the next movie, which is not Afterlife, it's, uh, what's the name of it? It's uh, Retribution. Yes. Yeah, but this is the one, isn't this the one where they open where with, she's um, waking up and it's different memories and shit. Yeah, because after that we found out you just girl, it's, it's crazy. It's a whole. They lot gave her a bang and it wasn't good. Yeah. Well, in this one, um, like it's it is very confusing because you get clips of what's happening previously, but then you think she dies, she wakes up, and now she's like a suburban house mom. Um, we later find out that. We're all of these things are happening. These are not memories or random memories. Um, we are in a new umbrella headquarters that's under the a frozen tundra in like Russia or some shit mm-hmm. like that. And there are di- there's literally levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. There are different rooms, like three different rooms that are simulator rooms that are about as long as a couple city blocks. Mm-hmm. Um, where Umbrella has done different experiments where they kind of host like simulations for viral outbreaks. Um, so one of the rooms is like a suburban town. Essentially, we kind of see what it looks like. And it very much gives Dawn of the Dead, um, the 20, 2004 Zack Zack Snyder remake, mm-hmm. um, that beginning of that movie, the what that simulation looks like. Um, we see a Japanese simulation. There's a New York City simulation. You know, major cities. Um, and the mission for this one is, because um, we find out in the previous movie that, uh, what the fuck? That they are, like, Wessler and all these other people, they keep going back and forth by giving her powers, taking her powers away, giving her powers, taking her powers away. Um, and he has decided, Wessler, he's like, I've left Umbrella, these people crazy, you know, they got Ada in here, they th- had to throw another video game character in there. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, what's the reason? She comes in, she kills everyone, because they're like, hey girl, we have to get you out of this facility. Um, there are little to no humans left on the entire planet. We fucked up. 
Um, and these people are taking this extinction thing to the next level and we need to get you out of here. Now, the likelihood of you get out of this facility by yourself is very low. So I and Ada have tag team up to get you a crew of mercenaries who are going to meet you down here to help rendezvous and y'all rendezvous and just get these niggas up out of here. Um, and Boris Kojo, because we find out at the end of the previous movie, he's not dead. Mm-mm. Um, and he is on these flu people. So they come down. And they link up, and there are people who die. Um, we see the zombies give us like a, a zombie, like Lucio Fucci scene where they're swimming in the water, and you know they get people up out of here. And honestly, uh, this movie was entertaining until it wasn't. It this movie was a bit. Again, I did not care about their mission. I do, I mean I know they need to get them out of there, but the simulations it just got tiring really fast. Uh, because you're just constantly watching them do stuff. There was some cool scenes, like when they do something, blow something up, and it fucks up the little fake ceiling, mm-hmm. and you can tell. Um, the girl who's helping her with the dress on, her dress is terrible. It looks very costumey. Again, outfits from video games. You're trying to try, and it, it might even be a video game outfit, but it looks like a video game outfit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, all right. And then, of course, the mind control, I feel like it's Jill, because now she's had the security or some shit. Um, yeah, and, and the way she killed people was so anticlimactic. She was stopping hearts. Boris Kojo literally get his heart stopped in the snowy tundra, and I was so pissed. I was like, "This is oh, with the Michelle, the uh, the clone of Michelle Rodriguez and yes. um, and Jillian." I said, and Girl, "I'm she, tired." It, just, it was just so much, and I'm like, "I'm tired." And I also do not care that y'all brought these old characters back because they didn't have that much significance to me. I do like Michelle Mark Rodriguez; she's cool and all, but. what was this what was the reason and you know what i feel like they get her out finally and then because we already have a small amount of people on earth when we get to the final chapter there is literally look there are four thousand some odd people on earth that is a very small town of people and they're probably not in the same space they're not and it's just and then we later find out that um that was it, Dr. Ian, not Westwood, but the other guy. He, They all have made multiple clones of themselves. And ultimately, the whole, the whole thing Umbrella had going on was, you know, the world is going to end soon due to, like, global warming and starvation and, and wars. And let's just go ahead and do a cleansing of our own. Like, let's just... Here we go, suicide pack. Let's just go ahead and end it on our own terms. So the niggas up an Umbrella, they're like, okay, bet. You see, it's one person. We can never see who it is. She got a bob, you know, an old gray bob. Um, And they're like, okay, so what do you want to do? I propose that we make a virus and we uh, just take everybody out. And that's essentially what the T-virus was. So you find out that one, like we said, this whole story of who the Red Queen was really made after because we get a whole new story of who made the virus and his daughter and how they they killed him yeah. and they kidnapped the daughter and made it and stuff in her image and she had a virus where she was basically Benjamin Button and girl you find out that basically Alice was never really Alice that she was a clone this whole time because the young little girl was actually the real Alice but her name wasn't Alice it's just it everything is stupid they were trying to throw now what I did like that the plot the end of the what is it the end of the world plot was like a ploy was a whole situation of this like a religious cult mm-hmm. like a, a cleansing cult and I was like wow okay you know I love a cult story so I did like that um 
But I really felt like they were trying to do the most. Um, and the fact that ending the zombie plague was as simple as cracking open the antivirus so it can blow in the wind. I hate. I was like, all right. So <laughs> Y'all could have stopped okay. this so quick, much quicker than this. All right. I realized while watching, because when we were at the watches again for this, like to prepare for this conversation, um, I was watching this movie with my partner and I realized like, I ain't never seen this movie. And I was watching, I was like, I've seen this movie. I saw this on On Demand and um, I wasn't <laughs> upset, but I really was like, I never saw this. It came out in 2016. Let me go ahead and see it. Just to say, fuck it. I saw it. And then I watched it and I was like, okay. They beat my girl Mila ass. They dragged her ass up and down them highways. They was dogging the shit out of her. She got punched so many. That dude was beat. Because the clone they make of Isaac, he, he he's like the Matrix, bro. Like, he is like the Matrix John Wick Terminator. He could, he be, like, he has, he sees stuff. You don't even need to go for any of these weapons. In my mind, I've already, you're not making it to them. In my mind. Okay. All right. Well, you're not making it to the weapons. And then, like, he'd be punching people and just do you. It's hard to get in combat with him. Yeah. Um, somebody else, I mean, himself killed him, which was nice. But that clone was wild because he was a religious, like, I don't know if zealot would be the word, but he was just like, a, not, no, zealot's not the word. Girl, I. I don't think it is. He just was into mm. it. Like, he was super fanatic. He was into, like, oh, we are bringing the end of the world. But also, y'all want to cleanse and start a new... Y'all cannot cleanse with 10 of y'all middle-aged people. Like, what... How we many people will... are underground in Umbrella? Because it's not that many. No, it's not. And they all keep dying by the lo- by the boatload. Tumble something, we will remake the world in our image. Girl, what? Your image is Everyone bullshit. is dead. And you about to die next week. So, you, uh. also in the third movie, where they were talking about, oh, the fucking, all these water resources and shit dried up. I don't know how the virus did that. Because I, if the people are dying when they drink, listen, I, I listen whatever. Ooh, whatever. Um, the, what is left of the earth? What? There's nothing. It's scorched, love. You can't really build nothing. You're going to die trying. Y'all don't have it because you think all the resources are still here. They are not. No. It's over, baby. Um, yeah, I will say again, um, I, I will not say that is a solid ending to that franchise. Cause then they said it was like, they, the way they opened the movie up is like, this is about to be my final battle. Like Alice say all this shit. And at the end they make it seem like, well, it could be one more battle up in me. I'm like, Alice, please. You're human now, Alice. Because they talk all this <laughs> shit like the T-Rob is going to kill you. And she's like, girl, I don't give a fuck. She probably tired of living anyway, bitch. She's like, girl, I don't want to fight no more motherfucking girl. zombie gargoyles, bitch. I am tired. Alice gives off plenty of vibes. Like, if they could take her ass out tomorrow, she would not give a fuck. Because she'd be looking kind of blown. They'd be bringing her back every movie. Um, but also, like I said, it doesn't make sense because at the end of this movie, she's like, I'm ready to take on, I know that the virus is going to take plenty of years and the antivirus is going to take plenty of years to make it to each end of the world, but I need to make sure I'm there to support. And you see her driving off and the big fucking, uh, flying, uh, demons about to be her ass. And I'm just like, so y'all gonna give me another movie? Like, I, I don't, I don't even know. Um, but before we dive in a little bit more into what our thoughts are in this or wrap these thoughts up and talk about the latest movie. Um, let's go ahead and take a pause on this. Everybody go get some water. We're going to pay some bills and we're going to be right back. Coming soon to Dread. Ditched. 
Desperate to escape an overturned ambulance, a group of paramedics are trapped with violent prisoners. The group quickly discover that they are the victims of an ambush, with the perpetrators hunting them down one by one. Ditched will be available on demand and digital everywhere on January 18th. Pre-order on iTunes now. And we're back. Yay, yeah, yay. Yeah. No. All right. Wow. <laughs> what? Oh, okay. Um... Okay, well, we're yep. going to talk about the yep. final movie, <laughs> Resident Evil. Uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. This came out literally this year, well, last year, this year. This is 2022 technically now. But yeah, so in the past it, year. Yes, it came out within the past like 30 to 40 business days. Honestly, um, truly. I, so, I mean, you have to rent it. It's expensive as a bitch right now. Now, for the price that was paid, um, I wouldn't pay 20 bucks. Now, to be fair, this movie looks the most expensive yes. out of all of them to me. It looks really like it's not cheap. The, the, there's some nice shots, um, but... The atmosphere. Yeah, but the characters are... Mm, I don't really know. I do like they tried to take it back to the, you know, let's really go back to Raccoon City from like the... Resident Evil games, and I don't know if it's... It is like kind of like a prequel situation because it's set in 1998. Yes, and I like that a lot. I do. So it does make a little sense, but even still at this point, like, the dude who is the rookie cop who we follow, um, who is Leon, and he's played by... Leon! Like, Avon, um... Jogia. Jogia, who is also in Zombieland, Double Tap. Mm-hmm. Um, I recognized him as soon as I seen him. I was like, that's a motherfucker from who's playing a guitar shit but they make him so stupid like he makes the most idiotic choices and i guess because he's supposed to be like this bumbling kind of you know my dad's rich i don't really have to do anything he's still gotta be stupid like this because at one point where we see the dude from um what's that movie anything for jackson who was a satan fanatic he's in here and he's like a still a fanatic who's on the internet talk about you know conspiracy theorists and granted he's right but he's in a jail so they locked his motherfucking ass up because he was talking too much on the streets and there is a zombie literally turning in there with him first of all he's stupid because you have a gun okay the live guy doesn't have the gun because you took it so he can't kill you there's something moaning and spitting up blood right by you. Why is the gun not pointed at the thing until you get out? So even if you can, you can back out and shoot it. I mm-hmm. don't... It That is a stupid choice. You know, there um, were a, a few choices that were made. Okay, so overall, we're following Claire um, and Chris Redfield. Um, Claire, um, yes... So we're following them as kids because they their parents had died. They're in the orphanage. They're in the orphanage that the Raccoon City orphanage. And you find out that you know, as we always know, Raccoon City um, was basically a small town that was uh was excuse me a medication company uh, umbrella yes medicine company pulled up and they populated the town, created jobs, blah blah blah. Now we already know 
that we know goddamn well they wasn't just out here selling medicine. They was out here doing other shit. Selling biological warfare. Yeah, and it's obviously has taken a toll on the residents in the town. Like, they're losing hair. They have alopecia. They have deformities. There are things going on. There are health issues that are arising due to them being here for years because, of course, they're doing other things. Um, so fast forward to present day because they talk about like how they were doing experimentation on the kids too. And you learn about that in the present. So fast forward to the present day, we're introduced to Claire and she's hitchhiking to go to the town and she's in the truck with the guy. And I'm already scared for her because the first thing you think is sexual assault. He does assault, like he touches her knee. Um, he puts his hand on her. He doesn't take it any farther than that, but that's still far enough for me. Um, but in, in this whole sequence situation, he she's like, ah, you know, I'm going to Raccoon. And he's like dogging the fuck out of Raccoon City. He's like, no one wants to go there. And he runs a woman over in the street. Now, the bitch gets back up and runs away. And they're all trying to figure out, like, do I do the hit and run? He's got a Doberman pincher that comes out and licks up the blood. So my first thought is, us as the viewer, we know that something is not right with this patron that they've just hit with the truck. Mm-hmm. And you just got hit by a fucking 16-wheeler. Bitch, ain't no way in hell you was alive. You supposed to be dead like Pet Cemetery. And you you got up. Now you about to go look over yonder in the trees. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I will say that the way that we are introduced to the infected people in this movie, um, I, I was cracking up with my partner because I was saying this is like our robot. But it's actually, what's that movie where, uh, what's that? Um, where Will Smith is with the last man on earth. He got that damn dog. I am. I'm, I'm a legend. legend yeah. Um, so it's that meets um what the fuck kind of zombie is those zombies um versus it's something else but the oh the crazies uh-huh. that's how I describe the, these undead people the way that they morphed into what they became um I thought it was really weird I thought the way they looked was kind of like a little like it, it made me feel a little dirty but I felt good about that because I was like okay they, they look, look good. goofy. They look kind of like, I can tell that there was some prosthesis used. It wasn't all CGI. So I like that too. Even down with the monsters. I can tell that the CGI for the monster had to exist. But they also had people like, there was a bitch crying blood. And her response to crying blood was, yeah, that's just been happening for a couple weeks. Girl, what? what? Like, you can tell that something has happened to these people. And they're just like, whatever. But, you know, they're slowly turning into um, nega creatures of the night. Um, and Claire and them, you know, you're following Claire, trying to link up with Chris. You're following the people, Leon and them at the local police department and how like the police department said, fuck it. Half of them went up to go and it's one thing that really kind of stuck out to me for this movie. And I don't want to spoil too much of it because a brand new movie, it just came out. I felt like they tried to do a lot mm-hmm. in the one hour and 40 something minutes. I felt like they had, I liked that they tried to go say, hey, I know you was watching the previous movies or I know you hated those previous movies. We're trying to do this series a little justice. We're trying Mm. to start over. I get that. Um, I do like how they had Effie from Skins in here. They tried to give her another role. Boom. I like how they tried to give us some new people and give us back to her. I didn't even know Wesker had sunglasses because he was blind. Okay. Okay. I was like, you know what? Even if that's not what happened, all right, I'll take it. Like, I just, (laughs) I'll take it. Um, I just felt like if they would have focused on two, one, like one main setting, instead of trying to bounce back and forth between this is what's happening here. This is what's happening like consistently throughout the movie. Like I do understand doing that for a little bit, but 
at a certain point picked, this is where the final showdown is going to be. And they kind of did that, but then they're still trying to bring us back into Raccoon City. So I'm just like, what? Make it make, make it make sense. Like, I feel like if we were at the police station and then, you know, maybe, you know, we're going to show some people up at the mansion because them people at the mansion was going through it, dog. I thought, like, they was dead. Like, the way they're... The, the plan that y'all got together, this shit is spoiled, baby. This shit is over. You talking, you about to get on the helicopter? <laughs> what helicopter? Right. Um, and I like that because at one point in town, they're all thinking, great, we have all these exits. No, baby, your plan is foiled. It's fucked. More fucked than what you think it is. I like that a lot. I just really felt like we should have spent more time just kind of like honing in on one idea. Yes. Instead of trying to just throw us a bunch of stuff just like, I want you to forget this previous movie and I really want you to get into this movie because you've clearly set it up that you're going to introduce or try to show us more of this concept at the end of this movie. You're bringing back Ada. You're saying you're setting the stage. You could have just left it at that. You could have even just had like an in-between something or a clip or something. I don't know where you show us what's happening at the mansion. I don't I don't know. Um, they that's it. They could have focused on having one good story. Just like you said... The, the one good story they were doing a lot they were inter- and then the new characters I liked the new characters like you did but I didn't quite like the people playing them I like the idea of the new characters yeah. but I don't think I was a fan of them in the movie granted it wasn't the worst thing I've seen yeah it also is not it's campy but not as campy as some of the other early odds uh, the jokes were so forced with the, uh, what is that, the Jajovia dude? And I'm just like, <sighs> the way, like we talked about, they made his character like the butt of every fucking joke. And he's just like the dumbass cop. bullied him. And I'm like, all right, bro, like, who eventually gets his shit together and steps it up? Because after he's had like so many brushes with death, um, because the zombies got so close, they almost ate his ass. And now he's trying to get in formation. And I'm just like, okay, how long? I felt like that kind of tropey thing went on for a little too long. Um, they should have started the movie with his ass being at least some, some, somewhat of, you know, functional. He just was almost not functional. Like the, why, how I fucking hold 16 wheeler crash to the fucking building and you sleep and you sleep through that. I don't give a fuck. They ain't make them noise canceling headphones like that back then. No. You had them cheap ass ones like everybody else and you heard the vibrations. What the fuck It's a diss man. I know that shit skipped. I know the skip control ain't cover that. No, good child. Because the skip control be like, oh, it's got skip control. And all my peoples be knowing what I'm talking about. Oh, my CD player got skip control. But then you trip and this shit still skip. And you sitting here like, hold on, it's that 90s technology. They still trying to get you. Yes. So, um, if you don't know what a Walkman is, we Lord, used to have to carry one CD at a time. The fact that you sit up here breaking this down. People, some people literally came in when the iPads and Zooms, remember Zooms? I understand, them Zooms was big as shit. He couldn't hear that crash over that flimsy ass fucking Sony headphone. Stop playing with me. He died. It wasn't even an over ear, in ear option. It no. was just the foam joint that sat on the ear. I I will say, like I said, I like the uh, the way that the setting was portrayed. I like that the town was a, you know, a typical dark and spooky town. Yeah. I like that people run up in your house like the crazies. Their hair is melting off. Um, they have some memory of their former life, but they're just like, fuck it, I'm a mindless person. I'm eating other people. Itchy, um, tasty. The, w- ugh, the way that the, the people started feeding on others, just the crunch, the sounds, that sent me... Um, I was a fan of these things. There were a lot of things I did like about this movie. I feel like I would give this movie like a six and a half. I'd give it like a five. Jesus Christ. Yep. Well, I mean, it's all right. 
it's a, I probably I'm gonna watch the next one. Yeah, I am. I'm watching the next one. I just feel like they did a whole lot of let me throw all this shit, set all this shit up, so maybe it might be better in the next one. They don't have to set so much shit up because you spent the first movie setting a bunch of shit up. So you know, I'm gonna. I mean, I was gonna watch the sequel anyway. Um, but it's and then also it's a lot of do bro cop situations. I don't like cops, so I, you got me. But that's like what them. the game is. A lot it of the is. game is following these cops as they you know try to navigate clearing out the city. Like not everybody's a cop, but a couple of those characters are cops. So I'm not, you know, it it didn't turn into a cop drama, which I was okay with. I do expect some Federelli activity because that's how the games are set up. Um, so I'm excited to see where it goes from there because, of course, like, Umbrella, I mean, Umbrella is Umbrella, but Raccoon City, like, is no more for real. Like, I, child, Everything's I fucked. I mean, we're going to watch the next movie of things being more fucked. Um, and the person well, you think is a villain is the villain because he looks like a villain early on. Well, you know, it's always the person that looks like the villain. Now we got Wesker, you know, he's turned you. I like how we're introduced to the characters and you see them kind of like their evolution and who they might be or what they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. So like Jazz said, the stage is set. Um, I feel like that the, you know, you gave it a five, maybe it'll have a 6.5 the next time and maybe it'll move to a seven for me. I don't know. Um, it wasn't bad. It was just all right. Yeah, but I mean, ultimately, I am glad that I finally got to see the new movie. Um, I'm glad that we sat down and you finally watched all of these movies. Um, This is a series I really enjoy, um, despite the chaos. That's also why I like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Despite the plot holes. Despite y'all being tired of Mila Jojovich and all her friends popping back up, (laughs) I know y'all. I know y'all are sick and tired of this mess. But guess what? Sick these niggas. Hi, some help. Get rid of these niggas. They back. We're back. And I love that. Um, because I've seen way worse. There are way other fan. There are oh, uh, so other franchises, so other. So many other franchises that just... Listen. That cannot compare. Also, this one, you, there's plenty of movies where we just had to have a good time. Also, if you like action movies, because a lot of the movies, they're not bad. None of them are like so bad where it's like, God. You know, somebody's probably like, I beg to differ. Okay. okay. Well, <laughs> I just feel like the ones that aren't good are just generic action movies. That's all. There's not, that, that's, it's not, there's plot holes and it's generic action. That's really it. It's not like, oh, this is so terrible, offensive, so everything's boring, nothing happens. Because like I said, them Hellraiser movies, Some there's movies where like literally nothing happens but cop drama and then Pinhead might show up for three minutes at the end. Oh my and God, yes. And horrible I, sex scenes and I'm going to vomit. Or there's I'm Not Even Elm Street sequels that are just so ridiculous and cartoony, they're unwatchable. Like, okay, it's only one. But... Uh, so there's only one Nightmare on Elm Street movie that I probably won't watch again for a long time. Uh, oh, I I don't count the remake in that. Uh, but there's plenty of franchises that have done worse. Yeah. but So my question is, what would you like to see in this next movie? Like, we obviously know that the zombies have gotten out. We know the virus is out. You know it's about to be crazy. What are some things, like, I know it's following the games, and I know that you didn't, like, follow every single game, but... What are some aspects or kind of atmospheres or some some things you would like to see pop up in the next movie? Okay. So, I mean, granted, I'm never going to get my army of Alice's. That's fine. Okay. I, you know, I just had to settle for Boris Kojo. Um, uh, and uh, his criminal beard. You know, Boris Kojo is not that bad. But I know you, how you, by certain people, you not feeling it. So, I... 
I love Boris Cousins. <laughs> I do not. And I'm like, uh, please. He's not bad on the eyes at all. No, he's not bad on the eyes, but also I really hated his uh, facial hair. That's fine. It was terrible. Um, I love you, Mr. Kojos. Please. <laughs> but that's, I also don't think that was his choice. I think the thing is like, yeah, we about to. This girl, he just show up and he about to give you the same bad bitch face he gave you his whole life. Yeah, his face is, no, that face is flawless. Face card, never declining. Never declining. Um, but I think I want to see more tense scenes. Maybe like, you know what might be nice? If they really play, if they put on all this video game shit in here, make it video game. Like, give us. This bumbling, he's not bumbling anymore. He's still a rookie, but he's better off now. So we can start him into a game. I don't know, one of them games. And he can actually maybe, they go to another precinct. Or maybe they go somewhere else and he has to manage through the building. And it's very tense. Mm -hmm. And it's like tension and then scares built in on that. And they don't have to be jump scares because the zombie don't got to jump out at you. They can just bite you, like, or just be yeah. here, or you hear the noises or the scuttling of feet, something like that, and you just got a flashlight, and you're kind of following the flashlight and the character. That might be nice. Okay. I do want some action. I don't want it to be a non-action film, but I feel like there are moments of tension that can be used in this series if they're going to go video game style, because that video game is scary as a bitch. Yeah. Not going to hold you. Resident Evil movies are not scary as a bitch. They're action horror. They're like, yeah, but can we just get a tense scene real quick? Okay. So one thing that just jumped out at me, a scene that I thought was brought a little bit of tension was there's a point where, uh, Chris is at the mansion. He's shooting around. You like, bitch, what's going on? He run out of bullets and then all of a sudden he's trying to like, it's like um, the light is flashing then he's using his flashlight. Mm-hmm. Then he has like, not the flashlight, he has the uh, lighter mm-hmm. and the light goes out and it comes back on and you see there's zombies and it's dark. I'm like, please, nigga, please run. I like that scene. Uh, I did not feel like it went on for too long. No. I felt like it tried to create like some tension and it tried to give you video game. You in a video game, you got a flashlight, that shit go out, you know it's something scurly in the room. You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, please, please, please. And you... Turn the I, back on. You see somebody jumping like, oh shit, look. I feel like that's what he was it's doing. Like, press that, press that. He was trying to flick the flight order. All he saw was somebody ugly ass face. He's like, oh God, no. And he's trying to. Yes. It's like, press X, yes. press Y. Please, oh. please. Um, so I like that. Um, I agree with you. I really want them to focus on like setting that atmosphere and creating that tension. Not too much because you can tell people try hard. Um, and I don't think that it's been overdone when it comes to zombies because, you know, there's only so much we can get. Um, but I feel like that you can make like you can make someone feel like of the viewer feel immersed into the film. I think there's a way to do that. I think there's a way to make them feel like, hey, I'm in this film and these zombie niggas coming to beat my ass. And I know that, you know, it's eventually like an action horror. But, you yes. know, it's like you can do it. It's a horror pretty much. Yeah. They doing a whole lot of action shit. It's just mm-hmm. zombies in there. And there's always some kind of boss fight. And I mean, you can still have the boss fight. You can still have like choreographed fight moves because they can fight the super soldier nemesis people always because it's always going to be those. But we can just do that. We don't have to like make everything brrr, guns, yeah. ooh, guns, lights, guns. Yeah. Ooh, do bro. But again, they did less of the do bro action shit in this movie. I yeah. will say that. I like that a lot. I will say it. And it, 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 it looks good. I like it. I and visually, it didn't look too bad. You could tell there was some like CGI and stuff used, but I wasn't completely thrown off. Um, for a 2021 film with CGI being used, 
I was not like holding my nose. I didn't feel like, you know, I like the wet, the CGI, the CGI versus like actual practical effects uses the combo of this. I like this more than, um, the thing. Yeah, because that was just straight off. Now, I know that that bar was beyond the incinerating floors of uh, Dante's Inferno Hell. Um, But also, you know, it is what it is. We're talking about the 2011 thing, not 1982, not the Kurt Russell joint. No. Uh, And that's a spoiler alert on that because, girl, those graphics. That just, I don't know. Um, but that's you know, like spoiler that they use CGI. If you've seen the thing, you know that there's some kind of monster involved. But hey, man, hey, watch the thing. Yeah, and you know what? I honestly recommend that you for the fuck it, fuck it. I recommend that you see every single movie we just mentioned on here. Do you have to see it more than once? No. And if you're like, I'm not gonna sit through all those movies. Okay, cool. Well, at least see the newest one, the latest film, because it has nothing to do with the other ones. And if you see any of the newer, the uh, previous ones, I'm definitely a fan of movie one, two, and three. If you don't even want to make it to three, one and two are a good time because you realize where the fuck it's going if you see how much camp they're starting to pump into movie two. Yeah. I mean, watch them. Watch them. Again, like I said, I had a better time watching these as a group than Hellraiser because Hellraiser gets very cop drama. So, uh, granted, the first couple Hellraisers are far superior to me, but I'm also a fan of the Cinebites. Um, So, if you've seen this... All right. Please... Pull up in our comments, in our inbox. You can email us at grltspod at gmail.com. You can hit us up at Girl That's Scary on the Twitter and the gram. We also have a website. Okay, damn. <laughs> We also have a website, www.girlthatscary.com. If you want to see some bonus content. Uh-huh. Damn, it's a fur. Um, you know, safety first, everybody. Safety first. Okay. Well, if you want to check out our bonus content, you can pull up to www.com. Well, www.com. www.patreon.com forward slash girl that's scary. And you can get to bonus content. There's free shit. There's not free shit. All kinds of tears. Bonus episodes. Videos. Reviews. And there's all kinds of new shit shimmying down the pipeline. Uh, But yeah, pull up on us and check it out. And until next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Yes. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.